Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. It's the Duval Hot Takes Podcast. Starring Sean Daly. I see like different scenes. Sean, you gotta stop smoking pot when you watch these shows. No, dude, I, it's you gotta start. Pat Smith. Five years down the line, we're gonna, we might. Sean, be stop like, talking about it. Will you please <laughs> shut the fuck up? With Taylor Smith and Devin May. Finish your session to completion. I am inviting you. You know you're the only one that can bring me to completion. <laughs> oh, daddy. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Duval Hot Takes Podcast, your favorite podcast for Jacksonville Jaguars football, brought to you by Big Cat Country and SB Nation. My name is Taylor Smith. I am your moderator for the show. I am joined by your host, Sean Daly. Always us. Pat Smith. Still recovering. And facts and stats man, Devin Mabe. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, the Jaguars regular season has come to an end. After a four-game win streak and a long, long wait, Week 18 finally arrived. Saturday night, primetime viewing, packed house in Duval, potential sweep against the Titans, a win in your end game. Folks, we're in. The Jacksonville Jaguars may have started the 2022 season at 3-7, and seven, but we finished 9-8, and eight, and for the second time, we have won the AFC South, landing a spot in the playoffs and securing another Saturday night game at home this weekend against the Chargers. Now that's the good news. The bad news is after all the hype from last week, all the social media posts, the shit-talking on Twitter, Trevor buying watches for his offensive line, that game was not nearly the kind of bombastic win we were hoping for. Some big hiccups on the field there, but you know what? Whatever. We won. The Jags are in. Let's talk about it. We'll start with Pat. I'm so sorry, buddy. I can tell your throat is in bad shape. Going by the broadcast, it sounds like that stadium was popping. Standing room only. Was it beautiful? It was definitely a sight to behold, Taylor. I knew it was going to be going into it. If you hear it in my voice, I'm I'm hoarse as hell. I cannot, I've been barely able to get a word out since Saturday night. You know, the environment was electric. Standing room only was standing room only folks if you if it wasn't seat assignment if you didn't have a guaranteed seat you were not sitting and i i guarantee you 99 percent of that stadium was not sitting anyway it was rambunctious loud visceral it was the exact environment these guys needed the team needed to push forward and and complete again not only winning your in mentality 
but sweeping. Oh my god! These fucking titans. I mean that that is an accomplishment in itself. That is that is bragging rights alone. Regardless of how you won, next year the entire rest of the season, it's did you guys beat us once? Did did you guys show up one time? No, no, not even close. Could I mean the they could have could have maybe made it a little bit more exciting than waiting to the last three minutes in the fourth quarter. My heart, my heart probably, <laughs> probably won't be able to take another one of those games. Just yeah, not so close next time, boys, because I was <laughs> I was on the edge uh, for far too long, and uh, <laughs> we were watching just like, all right, uh, next drive, uh, right now, please. <laughs> all right, here we go. Right, Come right, on, okay, maybe, okay. <laughs> Right now, please. <laughs> What's it gonna happen? Please, <laughs> please, God, now. I need it now, please. They fumbled the pitch to Agnew, and I was just like, oh, God. Uh, well, I, was, I was looking for the nearest uh, staircase. I was, that play I was, was there, too. That play was whew. there. It was going to the house. It was, it was a tough one. But listen, I mean, as far as fans go, as far as the towels go, as far as the environment went, that was, that was just... Chef's kiss, beautiful atmosphere. That is that is the uh, the 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 Jaguars have fans. You know, follow that up with with that stadium environment, okay? Because not only do they have fans, we we had we didn't have enough room for the fans. It was a seventy thousand plus cell section, and I think there's only sixty seven, sixty eight thousand seats. So you do the math, folks, okay? It's it it was a packed beyond packed house. It was a lovely sight to see, and I think it was a treat for any any Jaguar fans that attended. You know, they asked, do Jaguars have fans? But like, does McDonald's have fans? Okay, because McDonald's, they have they have people that come there, customers. But when they bring that McRib out, all right, you got people lining up in droves. The McRib people, they show up. They're like, whoa, 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 give me that McRib. Where's that McRib at? All right, and that's how the Jaguar fans are when the product's good. Yeah, right. It's it's, if, it's, it's definitely McRib season right now. It is. If the product's good, it's, they're it's, showing uh, up in droves. Yeah, the All line right? is wrapped around the building. They show up to McDonald's and it's like, "What you guys got? Oh yeah, you still raise? Oh, raise the price of the McDouble by twenty five more cents. Okay, thank you. Goodbye. Have a good mm-hmm. one. I'm out of here. Oh, McRib right? selling for nineteen ninety nine. Yes, I'll have three. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Souvenir cup. Absolutely, <laughs> throw that in there. <laughs> yeah, thirteen dollars for a bottle of Budweiser. Easy money. There Easy you enough. go. I can, I'll take six, sir. It's Thank worth you. it. That's it. Oh man, the play just, the playoff air makes the beer go down so much more uh, smoothly. It's very easy. Playoff game in Duval. Mm. Oh man, it's exciting. But that, like, you know, to say some more things about the Titans game. Uh, for all intents and purposes, Jaguars did not deserve to win that game. Well, let's let's be honest. Let's look at ourselves in the mirror. Hey, Jaguars. I get it. They played. They played poorly on offense against. It. Now this team did have a lot of time to prepare for you. Right. They were. They had extra days. Right. They sat players. They. They didn't game plan at all for the Cowboys week they before. Did not. They did they, not. It was Jaguar tape every day. Every day for fourteen days straight. So let's hope that that played a big role into it. But I saw plays from Trevor Lawrence that showed me. That that was his first primetime game. Oh yeah, like not not Thursday, not not a Thursday night game, but like a prime prime Saturday night Sunday night game. 
since college mm-hmm. because he the, the adrenaline was going. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the throws, every time he missed a throw, it wasn't underthrown. It was overthrown. He was juiced. And and that pitch to Agnew should have just been a nice little little layup. And that man was juiced. He put it to put it too much. So we just that's something that Doug Peterson's going to sit Trevor down and say, take a deep breath. And R E L A X. Okay, you're you're the best quarterback on almost every field that you're on. So just take a deep breath. It's it's you. It's all it's it's on you. And you just need to stay cool. And, and, and if you if you stay calm and execute the game plan that Doug Peterson puts together for you, you're gonna win nine out of ten games. That's how it's gonna go. These are big games. This is great great experience for Trevor Lawrence and this young team going into a postseason run that for all, everything should not be happening. Like we were four and eight, dog. We were four and eight. The Detroit Lions embarrassed us. Mm-hmm. We got absolutely embarrassed in Detroit, and this team said, "Nope, we're bouncing right back. We 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 we're better than that. That's that's not how our season's going to end." And they finished the year winning five games, sweeping the Tennessee Titans, and winning the AFC South. Andrew Wingard coins the term. It was always the Jags. We we felt the juice on this podcast. Like, oh man, this that that statement. You know, it's, it, it feels like it might it might end up being something. You know, and then now the team has adopted it, and now they're putting hashtags out there. They're printing the towels, like Pat said. All right, it's 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 Saxonville all over again. Mm-hmm. And Andrew, it's the best thing Andrew Wingard will ever do for this franchise. <laughs> it's great. Let's be honest. Unless Andrew Wingard fucking makes a game winning play in the Super Bowl, pick six, and pick six, in the, oh, gets the Chargers oh, this week. Oh yeah, that but. UDFA class is untouched. Oh man, Wingard, yeah, dude, Andrew Mevis, stud. Mm. But uh, <laughs> we're gonna... he's gonna he's gonna carry around the Lombardi for Andrew Wingard. <laughs> Absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent, dude. Um, it's just it, it's great. I mean, the Titans very predictable game plan. It's run the ball to Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry baptized a few guys out there mm-hmm. again. Hate mm-hmm. seeing that. I cannot mm-hmm. stand that shit. I hate that. God, that Yuli. Fuck, oh, God, Derrick Henry, it, fucking retire, it dude. Is, listen, it is what it is. The clock's ticking. Derrick Henry will be 30 years old next year, okay? Yep. 30. And there's a lot of miles on those tires, okay? And you're going in with a similar game plan, unfortunately, for the guy uh, that you've been playing with the last five years. And that is you have nothing under center. And you have nothing in the receiving core. So there is no support for him yet again. The train will eventually run out of coal, folks. There is a reason why we're not riding around on the on the Pony Express anymore. It's because it's 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 a dying breed of transportation. And Derrick Henry, you're playing a dying breed of football, my friend. It's coming to the end of the line here soon for you. Okay, it is what it is. It's the nature of business. So if you get a couple more 100-yard games, you get a couple more stiff arms, you get a couple more, that's great. Enjoy it. Put it in your uh, trophy case because there's nothing else going to be in there for you, bud. So I, I hope you enjoy the rest of your career. Um, as, as you'll see, Titans are already dismantling the front office. They're dismantling their coaching staff. I'm surprised Rabel's making it so far. It, uh, you know, it's close. I think it it's is. Close. I honestly I, think I, it is. I think I, if, if they're smart, Clean slate. Yeah, absolutely. Clean slate. And why? If you're going to do it on the team, you might as well do it on the coaching staff. Clean slate it. Just do it. Arrows pointing down on them, dude. Arrows pointing down on them. Arrows pointing up on us. And it comes out of one play. That's uh, most football games do. 
Most football games come down to one or two plays. That strip sack where Josh Allen, I tell you what, man, it felt a lot like, I I, I think I've referenced this twice already, but Pittsburgh 2017, Pat. Mm, I mean, when he who should not be named took that fumble back to the crib in Pittsburgh, that felt like the real, like, oh shit, this defense. This defense is getting figuring it out. It's making the plays when we need to make the plays. It's it, it, it's doing what it needs to do, and I feel like in that moment, this defense showed me that if it's a close game, late in the game, the defense can make the play to win the game. If Trevor Lawrence is having a, a rough go of it, if they're not getting together on offense, the defense constantly says, "Don't worry, we got you. We're we're gonna make the play. That's that's what we're gonna do." Like it happened in the Texans game. Right? It happened in the Jets game. Dallas game. Like it happened in the Dallas game. The defense makes the play. Rayshon Jenkins, Foye Luquan, leading the league in tackles. The see regular season's over. That stat is Devin. You can book it. Put it in the fucking facts and stats book. Foye Luquan, back to back seasons, leading the league in tackles. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we 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 signed that guy. Yeah, that's that's what it came down to. That one play at the end of the game. Tyson Campbell picking it off. Defense won you the game, and now you hope that the offense, after going through what they they got it all out against Tennessee, because now we're gonna need your best. We're gonna we're gonna need the A one Trevor Lawrence three touchdowns, seventy percent completion percentage. That guy has to show up Saturday night against the Chargers because if he doesn't, we will lose. If we if they play to their potential and we play to our potential, we can win. But if they play to their potential and we don't, it's, it's over. It's, it might be two scores. So you're absolutely right. Okay, and I've said it a million times in this podcast. the The ball is an oblong shape. It's going to take weird bounces, and sometimes it's going to bounce your way. And that's exactly what it did this weekend. Okay, it, it bounced our way. Josh Allen on the scoop brings it down the field, scores, wins with three points and with three minutes left on the on the clock, and we run out the rest of the clock. It was an ugly way to win. I agree with you. The offense wasn't clicking on all standards. And like you said, nerves is a real thing on a team with players that don't see a lot of. And again, I know we keep saying this was a playoff environment. This is exactly what it was. I think it was the best thing for this team because you you do inject a playoff feel. You do inject a playoff adrenaline rush. You you, you inject a, the same type of scenario that they are going to face against the Chargers, if not maybe a little bit more being a divisional game, but now, you know, the nerves are out, right? The Trevor was honestly two, two plays away from making this a, a 34 to 16 ball game. This, this could have been a blowout, had a couple plays connected and, and, you know, whatever, whether receivers didn't hit their mark or whatever it was, passes weren't completed the way they shouldn't have been, but the wasn't a terrible game. You, you won on defense and you won on special teams. Exactly. If, and you got away with it. And you got away with it. Fine. So be it. You got away but with now, it. But now, like like Sean referenced, you got it out of the way, right? Now you have that playoff mentality. You're, you're locked in. You're you're taking things slower. You're, you're starting to see the game real time. And, and you just go back to what you're good. Because the, the, the fact of the matter is football's football. Yeah. Right. Whether it's in the playoffs or if it's in the regular season, the only difference is in the playoffs, every single play is under a magnifying glass. It counts more. There is no second chance. It's so, yeah, once that mentality sets in, okay, once you have a coach like Doug Peterson making sure these guys are molded in that mentality, 
you're going to see things click a lot easier for these guys, okay? And that's an advantage going into this week that you can't say about the Chargers. Yep. Because they've never experienced that. They don't have a coach that's experienced that, and they don't have a quarterback that's experienced it. So I think the best thing that could have happened, happened. You want a close but dirty game, and and your entire staff, your entire team is better for it mentally going into next week. So just RIP Titans. That's it. It's over. You're done. You had a good run. Your time is done. Our time is now. You will not win this division again for a long time. I hope you enjoyed it while it lasted, Ryan Tannehill. I hope you enjoyed it, Mike Vrabel. I hope all your crappy little fans enjoyed the winning because the winning is over for you now. It is done. We have a Jacksonville Jaguar playoff game to talk about. You can go look to see how the volunteers recruiting class is looking this year. Okay, enjoy that, Tennessee fans. Okay, all right. Also, also slight, oh. slight shout out to Corey Peters. Oh, yeah. Out of nowhere. I don't know where the hell you came from. RKO. But have a day, son. Yep. Have a day. I mean, he, he was all over that defensive line. I absolute menace. I'm not going to lie to you, dude. When Doug, Pe- Doug Peterson mentioned his name in the press conferences leading into this week, and I was like, who? Yeah. Oh, Corey, Corey yeah. Peters, who? And so Doug Peterson saw something in practice that was like, hey, 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 hey. Come back again next week, Corey. We'll be glad to have you. Absolutely. We'll save you a seat. So what, now what? I like that mentality. It's been the mentality for this team all year, and it's worked. I like it, and, uh, and now it's it rings true more than ever because – this team right here that you're facing Saturday night, you whooped this team's ass week three. This team does not forget that. They took your best shot. We got them when they were hurt. They were hurting bad. No Keenan Allen. All right, Mike Williams wasn't 100%. No Joey Bosa, so we were able to double-team Khalil Mack. They lost their two starting tackles in the game that we played them. We just we beat them down. Mm-hmm. And now, guess what? Keenan Allen's back. Guess what? Mike Williams is going to play. I thought maybe he wouldn't play. He got hurt in the last game, but they already said he's playing. So Joey Bosa, guess what? He's back. Uh, one of the best pass rushers in the league, top five pass rusher in the league. Yeah, put him on the other side of Khalil Mack now. All right, you got Kenneth Murray Jr. That defense, you, oh, oh, a little guy by the name of Derwin James. All pro players on this defense. And I haven't even really gotten into the offensive side of the ball with Austin Eckler, top five running back in the league. Justin Herbert, franchise quarterback. This team on paper can play with any team in the NFL. I, 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 I'm I so excited to see it. This this is going to be a rivalry. This is Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert in the playoffs. Get used to it. Get used to it. Like those early Brady Rodgers, those early Brady Breeze matchups. You know what I mean? Like those early, like Manning and Brady, like those classic quarterback matchups that you saw every year in the playoffs. That's going to be one of them, Herbert and Lawrence. And the first one happens in Duval County, Jacksonville. We're getting them on a short week plus a travel day. The Jaguars didn't have to travel at all. They played on Saturday. The freaking Chargers played on Sunday, and they're having to play on Saturday and travel all the way to the East Coast. I'm saying you got no excuses. If you don't play to your potential, you're going to lose. You have to be well, – I expect them to be well coached. I expect the preparation to be absolutely perfect because preparation Peterson is the man. Doug Peterson has this team ready to go to war. To steal an old adage from one of the greatest sports films of all time, Miracle. 
It's a movie about the U.S. hockey team that upset the Soviet Union in the Olympics. Never should have happened. And the coach of that team said, I don't need great players. I need the right players. And I feel like that sums up this team. You have Evan Ingram. You have Christian Kirk. You have Zay Jones. You have a bunch of guys that have never been considered great in any stop that they've been in their NFL careers. But together as a unit on this team, they fit perfectly together. And so I think we have the right players. And I feel like if we win this game, look out. Sean, real quick, because you mentioned Christian Kirk, that reminded me. We've got a couple milestones to celebrate this week. Oh. Uh, and for that, I will take it to our facts and stats, man. Welcome back, Devin. How you feeling? Good. Thank you. What you got for us, Dev? Well, for the first time in franchise history, we have a 4,000-yard passer, a 1,000-yard rusher, and a 1,000-yard receiver Ooh. in the same season. Piping hot. I mean, that's just it, right? That encapsulates it. It's 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 right guys. Not great guys. Not, not Guys people counted out early in the season, all right, both both on our side and yeah. on the national side. And that's Doug Peters. What you have at it. It's Doug Peters. That's, that's clicking. That's clicking. That's 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 making the best out of what you got. That's that's giving your guys and playing them at that ceiling. And we've been talking about that at nauseum this year. Yep. You know, you, you don't want to hear it again, but we'll 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 quote it again. And here we are, right? Here's here's a game with everything on the line. Like I mentioned before, you got the guys that just played in that playoff mentality. You at this point, there's there's more guys seasoned off of that one Titans game on this team than I think there has been in any kind of playoff mentality in the last five years for this team. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, yeah. so that's a huge advantage for a team whose coach, okay, Staley's ne- never been in a in a playoff game. Is that is that accurate? Uh, I believe so. Not as a head coach, he's never 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 been in a playoff game as a head coach. They haven't been in the playoffs the last three years. No, no. This is Herbert's first game. Oh man, Herbert! Herbert's never Herbert's first playoff game. Yeah, Herbert's never been in a playoff game against each other. So this is so you're, you're taking a quarterback, a head coach, never been in the playoffs, don't know what to expect, and not only that, but you're out of the home game mentality. They're on the road, they're away, they're going the longest possible distance they could. With that in mind, in a sense, the Jaguars come in with with quite an advantage right you 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 have a, a better mentality that's where it starts ultimately you, you saw it uh live last saturday night I, I think now the chargers are going to feel that similar mentality going into this weekend so i think right off the plane you have a severe advantage that the chargers have not experienced in, in quite some time there is no plane that's the best part is that we're here it's our backyard they are getting off the plane. Mm-hmm. All right, so we don't even have to worry about that shit. This Jacksonville Jaguars team, we have to really appreciate them because we are not going to get the same version of this team next year. It's just never, from year to year, teams change, things change, parts move. You know, we're going to have Calvin Ridley next year. Like, the, might, might lose Marvin Jones. Like, team's going to look different next year. It's going to look different the year after that. That's just how it works. So we have to really appreciate this group that we have here right now. Roy Robertson Harris, all right, playing out of his mind. Ray Sean Jenkins, Andre Sisco, proving that they're one of the best safety tandems in the NFL. Tyson Campbell taking that step to I, I don't want to use the E word, but he's a top notch corner in the NFL right now. So outside, anyways. And we gotta we gotta just appreciate this 
group that we have here right now because in 2017 we thought hey we'll we'll be here for a while hey we're the new up up and exciting team you never know how short that shit is and how long you're gonna wait to be back and that's where we are now so we just got to take a minute to appreciate everything this team's put in and all the personalities and and hard work that's gone on in this team from a player perspective and a coaching perspective. Press Taylor, first-time play caller, doing pretty darn well, if, I, if you ask me. Uh, Mike Caldwell, dialing it up, dialing up the right blitzes at the right times, putting guys in places to succeed. This feels like the perfect storm right now. And if we play to our potential, I've said it already, if we come correct we will win we we will win don't don't do that. i believe don't do that. that we will win okay don't we will do that be- don't do that <laughs> not on here not, not on here not in here not in here not in here <laughs> to, right. to, to your point though i mean yeah it definitely this this is this is a time if 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 you got the money man spend it go to this game enjoy yep. it because i i'm telling you i i would i would rather preferred that that game last week would have taken place 10 years ago and I would have been thriving through the entire time, you know, and then, and then waking up and then bouncing right back. Okay. So yeah, a little, a little slow in the step the following day, but an environment and experience, it's something that you just can't take for granted in this league. You never know what's going to happen year to year, game to game. I mean, literally, this year is is the epitome of that. You you have no idea where the where the chips are going to fall and how it's going to land at the end of it all. If you got it, do it, spend it, get out there this weekend against these Chargers. I mean, like Sean mentioned a little while ago, this this is a different team and talent wise, exponentially across the board, defense, offense. Uh, they they played a a pretty mediocre Denver team last week. Russell Wilson went for three scores and, and you know, they got ahead of that game early on and, and the Chargers weren't able to come back in time. Whether or not they took it seriously because the week didn't really matter, they they had all but a locked up playoff spot. Because the Ravens lost. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, take it as you want, you know. Uh, but I, I think this is a team that, again, early on, you did beat handedly. And whether they've been beat healthy. Beat their ass. Whether they were healthy or they, you know, they they were they made every excuse in the book up. I don't, I don't know. It was very early in the season. Okay. There was, there's. If you're not healthy for that for that short time in, in, the, in the year uh, starting off, then I got, I got nothing for you. But. I think this is a game. It's a winnable game. I think. I think there's an opportunity here um, to take advantage of of the little bit, little bit, little bit of a nudge of, of of playoff mentality that you have over this team. I think the defense is is playing very well, regardless if you gave up 100 yards to Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry had it run the ball 30 times to get those 100 yards. It's all they had. It's all they could do. So I the 100 definitely weighs much less to me than the 30 yard 30 carries do. All right. You you got Trevor Lawrence, you got a healthy Travis Etienne even though it looked like he got banged up a little bit. He's healthy, he's ready to go. You have Christian Kirk still playing well, Zay Jones still playing well. I think the score from last week is very misleading in the sense that it could have been a lot more had just one or two balls clicked yeah. the way it should have. Zay Jones at the back of the end zone. Well, yeah. Jamal Agnew always, on the story pitch is play. Story's almost time. 
And that would have, yeah, like you, like you said, it would have been like 34. The Jaguars would the score line would have shown that the Jaguars are peaking at the right time. Exactly. Rather than winning a sloppy game. Mm-hmm. But I'm cool with winning a sloppy game because that's how this game might end up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think- Joey Bosa and, and, and Khalil Mack may wreck the game. And, and you're going to need your defense to step up and shut down Keenan Allen and the great Josh Palmer. See, I'm I'm putting all the weight on the defense this week. I mean, yeah, I, that, I I think yeah. it's it's you you have your hands full at receiver. You have your hands full with Austin Eckler. I think uh, corners are going to be absolutely tested this week over the top. Um, I I don't think you can bring those blitzes that we usually see with with Ray Sean and Cisco. I don't I don't know if we can afford to take guys out from the top and and bring them in on, on a blitz. No burden. Um, I I think you got to play very close to the chest. Everything in front of you, man. Yeah, everything in front of you. You you, you got to. I, I think because again, Justin Herbert is is talented in his own regard. You know these like like Sean said, you're looking at a potential Titan matchup here uh, between the the two up-and-coming superstars in 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 this league between herbert and and trevor lawrence the and hair appearance yeah right yeah right it's battle the battle the of the hair flow you know it's the flow bowl who's who's got it i think it's going to be it's it's that's what exactly what it's going to be it's who can make the least mistakes and whose defense are going to capitalize on those mistakes and that's who's going to win this ball game i think if 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 the defense comes together and they're flying around and they can make turnovers they can cause uh they can get in that backfield and, and make herbert have to take an extra step or, or throw off his foot i mean that's that's the best way you're going to win this game i think defense was key last week i think it's exponentially more important this week that they fire on all cylinders because I think we can keep up with the scores. I think, I think our offense can keep up with their scoring, but the, but the defense is going to have to stop them once or twice to give you a chance. Um, And that's, that's what I think. I think it comes down to which front four gets there. Yep. Is it the Jaguars front four or is it the chargers front four? If the Chargers front four gets to us without them having to blitz anybody extra, we're not going to win. If they, if if Trevor only has a 1.5, two seconds to throw the ball when with only four guys coming at him, we're not going to win the football game. But and uh, the other way, they're 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 missing a few offensive linemen. All right, and if. Trayvon Walker can get the head down. Had a you great know. game. Had a great game last week. You know, hey, I know, but it's it just sucks because and we called it when he was drafted. Like he he does the dirty work. Like mm-hmm. he does the it doesn't show up in the stat sheet. Yep. It, what he does doesn't show up in the stat sheet, and we took that one dot one. But that's we need him to do the dirty work to draw the doubles to get uh, you know get get Eckler keep Eckler in front of you keep him in the backfield. All right. If you keep the if the front four can get there, and and we can also stop Austin Eckler from getting six yards of carry, we'll win the football game and get a couple turnovers. You know what I mean? Because that's how it happened in the first Chargers game. That got a couple turnovers turned the game on its head. It was over. And then James Robinson busted one for sixty yards for a touchdown, and then we we never looked back in that game. Uh, Evan Ingram got him a touchdown in that game. Like that was kind of his first. Like, oh shit, Evan Ingram. All right, that was kind of his first game. Was the Chargers game? So we want to bring that same energy, but that's where this game is won or lost is with the front four. If the Jaguars have to blitz 
to get pressure this week, Justin Herbert will will, pe- will pick you apart. He's going to pick you apart because Trey Herndon's going to be one-on-one. You're going to have whatever slot corner we're deciding to throw in there is going to be one-on-one most likely. So because they're going to be worried about the deep ball, Mike Williams. Mm-hmm. So it, you have to got to be able to get there with four because we need all the help. We need to be running cover three. It needs to be cover three all day. And so we need four to get there. And if four can't get there, we ain't going to win the game. And so, yeah, Trayvon Walker, number one overall pick. Josh Allen, number seven overall pick. Arden Key, playing great. Roy Robertson-Harris, playing great. All right, we need you guys to get there. Ah, I wish Smoot was healthy, man. Ah, this would be the perfect fucking Smoot game, bro. Ah, but he ain't walking through that door. We need somebody to step up. Gotsis. Corey Peters. Big fellas. Got to get there. All right, and then Foyer Lucon, your job is 30. That's your job. Your job is 30. Austin Eckler, keep him in front of you. That's you. 2-3 is on 3-0 the whole game, and then let everybody else figure out the passing game. Yeah. That would be my game plan. Hey, and Corey Peters, too, now. Don't don't forget Corey Peters. Corey Peters. I, yeah. I tell you, man, talk about flash in the pan. Corey Peters is out of nowhere, man. I, yeah. He might might be selling jerseys. Who knows? <laughs> Might be selling jerseys after this, dude. It might. And it might. and it's just oh God, I just So? I'm so scared. Yeah. Come on. Come on, Sean. <sighs> dude. We're, we're right. at that time now. No matter what happens, okay, I wanna this is what I there is zero booing in this stadium. I want everyone to listen to me. I'm looking look at me in the fucking eyes right now. Jacksonville Jaguar fan, twenty twenty-three. There is zero booing directed at this team on Saturday, no matter what you understand, because this team caught lightning in a bottle and gave you a great run at the end of the season to go to the playoffs. So there is zero booing, no matter what fucking happens. If we lose by 80 points, zero booing, you cheer this team, you cheer on Doug Peterson, you cheer on Trevor Lawrence. Okay. And I think it's going to be easy because the Jaguars win 38 to 35 in an absolute shootout. And Riley Patterson hits a 43 yarder at the end of regulation to send the Jaguars to the divisional round. But even if that doesn't happen, zero booze allowed. I swear to God, I have no tolerance for it because we should not be here this early. We were picking first the last two years in a row, and we won the division in year three with Doug Peterson, first year as head coach, when Trevor Lawrence had a wasted rookie year. We've won the AFC South. We're on house money. This team has nothing to fucking lose. So why would you lose? 38-35, Jacksonville Jaguars. You pretty much nailed it, man. Oh, yeah. I think it's it's going to be high scoring. I think it's going to be one extra field goal wins the game. It's going to be who can get there first. Yep. I think it's 34-31. Jags are moving on to the next round. It's a good win for Trevor. It's a good win for Doug. How long is the field goal? 38. Oh, easy one. It's easy. It's very easy. It's a two-minute drill. It's getting down there. It's it's making a play. Defense big stop on the other side of the ball. Milking out the clock. Trevor Lawrence gets down the field. Methodical football. Easy football. Evan Ingram, sideline to sideline. Making sure we get the, get the ball moving. 38. Line it up. Riley knocks it down. Easy money. Easy money. Yeah. And then we're... Another, another walk-off. End of the game. 
miracle for for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Then we're rooting for the Dolphins and the Ravens so that we can run it back again in Duval next week. <laughs> Potentially, if my if my liver can take it. <laughs> I don't know if we'll make it. If, if my I don't know if we'll I, make know, it. All, all listen for all for all those wondering. <laughs> As soon as they announced Saturday night again, I was like, oh, sick. I get Sunday off. I'm, I'm good to go. I'm ready to roll. And then I was like, wait a minute. Lot's going to open up again. Uh, it's going to be another eight, nine-hour tailgate. It's going to be another uh, four-hour game. It's going to be another two cigars, half a pack. It's going to be another uh, uh, full bottle of Jack. It's going to be another, okay, okay. Well, no, I mean, yeah, we, we, can, we, can, did, we can put more miles. Did you make kick? We did, we did. Well, we oh, did, we did, because yeah. you know we wanted to go out and get the get the towels. Oh yeah. By the way, you scumbags out there, I see you. Okay, I see you selling those towels for a hundred dollars a pop. Free towels for a hundred dollars a pop. Scumbags, all of you degenerates. Hey man, it's a recession. What do you want? What oh, do you I got want? It. I bet they're selling like hotcakes. Oh dude, are you kidding me? Always the Jags, dude. That's like, uh, I think it's better than Saxonville. I think it's better than Saxonville. Just it just I, I love this group, man. I love this group. Like that Saxonville group was great. But there's just something about this group that's just more fun. It's just more fun. It it's it, it's Trevor Lawrence instead of Blake Bortles. It's Rayshon Jenkins instead of uh Barry Church. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just a different group it, it's oh, I, I can't i can't encapsulate it in words really i just i feel like every element of this team works perfectly together and it's a testament to trent balky masterclass. okay working with careful. doug peterson careful Do, what do you mean careful? careful what do you mean careful careful okay so all right the draft we got to figure that out we got yep. we got we got to do a yep. little better than draft yep all right yep. but free agency it counts. Take hey, my money. Draft counts too. All right. All right draft I know, but too. you know, we hit on. It looks like looks like Fortner and looks like Muma. Looks like Fortner and Muma are definite hits. Because right. Devin Lloyd's still fucking lost out there, so <laughs> he he doesn't know how to get to the field. So Muma's gonna have to be the guy. And God, I, I want Devin Lloyd to come out on top <laughs> so bad this week. Yeah, uh, what is he playing video games? I need it. I need that. <laughs> oh man, I'm excited. We're all going. We're all going. This this we are undefeated this year when all four of us go. Oh, that that reminds me. Yes, Sean, you're right. But I just remembered uh Devin had a stat that he was holding on to. He was gonna share with us. Sorry, Devin, what was that? Yeah, speaking of records, the Chargers are nine and four overall against the Jaguars in their history. But only four and three here in Jacksonville. So that's a much more manageable record we can compete against. Yep, I think I like that second one a lot better. But to what Sean was saying, we are all going to be together at this coming game. Uh, we did it once before, and we won. So and it was the Raiders game. And a lot of people, hey, that could have been the turning point right there, the Raiders game. Yeah, I mean, I'm not we, saying it was we, us, but... And that could have been our, us. We did it. Okay, Sean's saying it was us. So, listeners, you're welcome. Jaguars, you're welcome. And we're going to be there this Saturday to work the magic again. Just kidding. No, that is all on the Jaguars. This is going to be one hell of a game. They already said it earlier. Last game, not pretty, but we got the let out. That was already a playoff game. 
This is just another one now. Trevor knows what it feels like. We've got an extra day of rest above the Chargers. No travel time. Another Duval game. They're going to feel the love because we're going to be loud and proud just like we were last week. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us on this week's episode of the Duval Hot Takes Podcast. I'm Taylor Smith, moderator. Sean Daly, host. Pat Smith, co-host. Devin May, facts and stats. I could hear it in Pat's voice. I heard it a little bit in Sean's. They're hoarse. They're wore out. But they're going to be there Saturday. We're all going to, and you're going to hear each and every one of us. We're going to sound like sandpaper. It's going to be awful. But we're going to be so happy for it. The Jaguars welcome the Chargers to Duval this coming Saturday, January 14th, 8.15 p.m., It's just going to be one hell of a night. I've got nothing more to say about it. I'm excited. I know you are too. You're going to see us on Twitter just getting jazzed up with each passing day. The hype continues. And after the game's over, who's next? We'll see you next week. So what? Now what? See y'all on Saturday night.